0: On. Oh, why is it taking so long? Hey everybody, how's it going? Happy Friday! Happy Friday! Uh no, no intro tonight, unfortunately. Hang on, let me just turn around here. You're not observing very well, Rogan. Uh No intro tonight. Had computer issues. Um, ran late. Plus, I ran late getting in here, so I'm just gonna chit chat with y'all. Get that, get that, log. you know, get my usual intro done, and we can get started at 6:30. My name is Charlotte. I'm gonna be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team. We're based out of Sacramento, California. We are 41, 41 people strong up and down the state of California, soon to grow to almost 60 strong up and down the state of California. And what that means, California is this huge state. So what that means is if you have a paranormal problem, paranormal problem or a cryptid problem or UFOs or, or UAPs, whatever you want to call them, we can get to. You. Sometimes it might take us a couple of days. Like I said, it's a big state, you know. You know, when people think about California, they think of us like Hawaii. You know, they think surfing and all this stuff, and the California girl, yada, 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 yada. And uh, it is like that. It really is. But there's also parts on, a, on the coast that are up north which are as warm, but they still surf. They wear wetsuits. They still surf. But anyway, it, it, you know, that's just our west coast. California has, has a little bit of everything. I'm not I'm not boasting, because Texas also has a little bit of everything. You know, Texas has its own coast, you know, and the people over on the east coast. But, uh we also have mountains. We have high desert. We have low desert. Lots of farm country, lots of rural land with nothing on it. So that's why it might take us a couple of days to get you, even though we have people, you know, team members in the Fresno area and things like that. Uh, you know, because there's just so much open space out there for us to get through. Uh, but we will get you. And a lot of and the majority of the time when we can't get out to you right away, we do have uh, mediums on staff that can call you and talk to you about what may or may not be going on. In your house or business and in most cases they can calm the energy down until we get out there and start doing our, doing our investigation windows security okay i got stuff popping up everywhere but anyway i want to thank everybody for coming it's friday and tomorrow saturday i'm looking forward to this weekend uh the sacramento uh the capital air show is here i can't attend don't have a ticket but uh luckily the planes uh we are in uh the area of where they where they fly over before they fly over the airbase. So uh, I'll get to take some pictures, photos, and stuff tomorrow with the Thunderbirds from my house, and I've been very successful doing that. I was out watching their practice this afternoon. You know, if you're interested in uh, de-stressing, I have a meditation club that I have put together, and we meditate on um, Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. We meditate on Sunday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays right now. And we do it two different times because if anybody on the East Coast wants to meditate, I have a 3:30 p.m. Pacific time, which would be 6:30 p.m. your time, and I also have a 7:45 Pacific time, which is, of course is after my show here. But you know, meditation is a good way to calm down after a busy day. If you have something wrong with your health, sometimes meditating can help. That it helped me. you have some heart failure. It really brought my. It really helped me. You know, bring my heart back to a normal, somewhat normal level. I'm not saying it, it did it by itself. I'm not a doctor. I'm just saying it helped me because it calmed me down. It got my mind working, you know, in the right direction. So, if, if meditation sounds like something you're interested in, including the fact that during these sessions we're gonna, we're, we're going to be doing health advice and, and and looking at our worlds and stuff, and I'm also going to be doing same, some card reads as well for people that sign that sign up for this. Mm. So, if that sounds like something you're interested in, feel free to head over to the California Haunts Meetup. And sign up over there, it's all over there. So you type in tele- California Haunts Carnival Investigation Team Meetup, and you can find it under events, okay? Also, uh, if you're watching from Facebook today, and a lot of you are, and you like what you hear, hear and see, please be free to uh, follow if you haven't done so already. Plus, you know, uh, leaving happy faces, you know, showing us some love and, and giving thumbs up for us and all that good stuff and comments, that helps too, because what that does is that puts us up higher in the FYP and what that means is that Facebook sees that and sends it out to to, to more people. So more people come in, right? Because we're looking for, you know, we're looking to build this thing up. We've been building this thing up for a long time now. And it's really, really going well with building. Same thing over YouTube. Um, if you haven't subscribed already and you like what you're seeing here today, please do subscribe. Uh, there's over 762 videos sitting over YouTube, all of this show. And uh, I, it's confusing. When we open up that first page, you're just like, wow. That's what I do. I go, wow. Okay. So what I've done is I've just about done put these things under categories and folders. For example, if you want to go in and you want to go back and listen to some of Nancy's shows that she's done, there's a Nancy Mats folder over there. There's a UFO alien abduction folder. There's a cryptid folder. There's all kinds of stuff over there. It makes it a lot easier to find the past shows. So I hope you like that. Plus, I'm, I'm active on the community page over there as well. So, you know, like I said, it doesn't cost anything to sign up. You know, just be notified of our videos. and ahead of time you know and all that good stuff so please do that all right if you need if you want to contact me or nancy or any of the rest of us there's ways to do that uh we are california haunts on facebook california haunts radio on facebook uh tick we're california haunts uh twitter Cal haunts at twitch Raquel, Raquel, i think we're california haunts so that's the way to find us and i'm also on instagram under ghosty gal and that's all lowercase so that's another way you can contact me Okay. if you want to talk to me about things Shoot the breeze, whatever. But uh, that's that's the way to do that. Now that being said, again, over at over at uh, YouTube, it works the same, just like it works at TikTok. Happy faces, you know, show us some love and whatnot. And uh, comment if you if you if you're around the chat room here today, go ahead and comment. Again, that puts us up higher on YouTube's FYP. F- and we're also looking for subscribers. It doesn't cost anything to subscribe over there. Hit that button. Uh, we're three hundred and two away or maybe maybe less to a thousand subscribers that's my goal by christmas time i want to have it i want to have a thousand subscribers that'd be a christmas present for me so let's see if you have friends in the house that haven't heard the show yet and you're listening tonight and you happen to like the show bring them in show, show them what we're like this, this is a good show to do it with we got the best the best is coming on tonight with nancy math. so um do that uh, because, like I said, we're looking for subscribers, and the more subscribers, the merrier. The, the merrier. So uh, I'm trying to set a goal, maybe next week we can shoot for uh, 10 new subscribers. I'll try to do 10, 10, subscribers, 10 subscribers a week, right? Okay. All right, that being said, tonight we're going to be talking about how to know when your loved ones are contacting you from the other side. And there's a lot of stories out there. People talk about, how, I don't want to rant on what Nancy's research is and what Nancy has. You know, they, they say that coins and feathers and things like that. But in my experience, there's there's so many other ways. I, I've, I've even done that here at my house. So I can tell when my mother's here, when my father's here, or even my my, my deceased dogs, right? Um, there's there's things you you can look for and things, how, you know, how you can tell. So, okay. That being said, I'm going to shut up or bring a Nancy on and uh, get this show on the road. And remember that, show me some love, you guys. Show me some love.
1: Well, I'm always laughing when Char says something at her house. She's got so many, uh, so many spirits. They all just show up. They all listen yeah. to me talk like a southern. And so, what we're kind of looking at messages, uh, presence—the their presence being seen by you or felt by you. Um, I talk to a lot of people, and we're in discord. I talk people. How many people call you, and they're in a good mood, and they just want to. A generalized reading i says one out of a <laughs> hundred you don't call me if your life is wonderful i just had a gal call me the other day she says oh i'm a client and i go uh, and she says oh, two years ago we agreed it was two years ago and so it's not often but she had family dynamics and uh and it made me realize the value of being able to talk to people like me because a lot of times they want family acknowledgement acknowledgment and getting messages are kind of like two different areas of interest. So I'm going to bring up I'm getting my notes here. <laughs> I typed up oh, too many pages. There is a lot of ways that we can receive guidance and you don't even have to ask for it because it's kind of like understanding mom you passed away, give me some signs. Right. Just this just a couple of weeks ago. I'll be telling you a story and um I don't want to divert because it's real easy for me to tell a story and then come on, get try to get back on track. So I'm going to start at the beginning and we're going to go through quite a few ways. Maybe some of them you've heard from and about. There's a couple I don't have a lot of reference um, mm-hmm. because I've been in the business so long. Uh, I have a lot of stories that are still on tape. I will be talking about them. Uh, just today I talked to a lady. I says, oh my gosh, you have so many wonderful things in your life. Can I talk about them at, at a later time? and we will do that. So guidance from spirit members, spirit family members. Uh, This is the area you talked about, uh, guidance in a familiar familiar and a couple unfamiliar ways. A pre-agreed upon animal or symbol that the family member was very fond of. Like in the movie, one of my favorites, I was just telling somebody, you gotta watch this movie, Dragonfly. So in the movie Dragonfly, the wife passes away. She's a doctor. And the husband is in the two story Victorian, beautiful, beautiful home. And he sees dragonflies and he sees them in the window. And then upstairs he's cleaned out that per the neighbor's suggestion, clean all her stuff out. And so he puts all the clothing in a box and he goes downstairs, goes back upstairs, everything's put back and across the floor rolls if I remember right you can call me on this I try to remember was her um, crystal with the dragonfly in the middle of it and so that was very obvious yes very obvious that she was representing the dragonfly and in the movie it comes up several times at one point the parrot that misses her also was yelling out dragonfly and he goes downstairs and then the mess that the bird created at the window was a big dragonfly. Now, remember, it's been years and years and years since I saw this movie. Don't get me in trouble, everybody, but go back and watch it. It's fabulous, fabulous for animal presentation. Um, I've heard of people saying butterflies, I've seen um, just about almost anything, rainbows, absolute rainbows. So sometimes that also an animal it could be a symbol in the clouds it could be uh people have said they have seen angels in the cloud formations uh just almost everything. so we'll go on after a loved one passes away many times friends of him will ask if you had a dream of this individual and the uh, idea is if you had the dream that individual has passed over well what happens if you continually have dreams about this individual and i've had several clients over the years say oh my gosh i talked to the person in my dream all the time and now you wonder how does that work how does that actually happen the trick is if you have someone intuitive in your world and they say can you describe what i saw in my dream if they can then you know it was a real dream because i have done that for clients i'm not trying to get you to call me but you can ask people was i imagining this and they say well did grandma have a plaid dress on oh my gosh she had plaid dress. well then it wasn't your imagination i'm not positive i understand that physics of that but there's so many things in the universe we can't explain like dark matter so I'm okay with a in-between place that people can go um, I don't know how a spirit person can enter your brain but I don't believe that we're making it up and it did happen to me several times with my ex-father-in-law when he died he showed up and I was absolutely flabbergasted he had a velour bathrobe on and I checked, my husband checked with his mother, and he did not have that kind of bathrobe. Yet it was so strong because it wouldn't be someone I would dream of. <laughs> it wouldn't be. But he wanted just to say how grateful he was I was in his son's life. And unfortunately, he wasn't someone I would spend time with at all. He was <laughs> like, oh, no, wait a minute, you want to hug me? Whoa, whoa. And I've been feeling guilty ever since. So sometimes you have to take it with a grain of salt that this is such a true dream. And i can remember it just like it was yesterday it was 15 years ago probably Uh, so dreams are very very powerful and they can give you a lot of symbolism sometimes a person i don't know why the spirit people don't say don't buy that car (laughs) as much as they'll say look at all the vehicles on the road and you go why and then you have to think it through um okay so i actually have a couple people that write down questions before going to bed and the spirit family member will come and give them symbolism. And you have to go to a place that, um, yeah, I took a class on symbolism. I took a class on symbolism. Um, I don't know if it was from the spirit of grace, um, or somebody, but they said, and I'll tell you in your dream, whatever is the largest thing is you. So if you're in a plane, taking a trip, that plane represents you going forward. You're going, um, different places it means to travel it could be all kinds of things but you have to go to the emotion of it and if your parent grandparent someone shows up the plane with you is to give you comfort for the next move in your life or the next change so you kind of have to interpret the dynamics of why they're there and how it's being presented to you but remember the largest thing usually is you so if your car or you're in a plane or in the lobby of a big building what's the big building represent the totality of your life going on the third floor, sixth floor. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. So sometimes the emotions and how the spirit people show up, but you can't generalize it. There's so many books on dreams. Symbolism It's like being a tarot reader. Every time you look at the card, you have to feel what it means, not necessarily read the description of it because you will be wrong. You have to have that gut feeling. I don't mention, don't use a tarot card because people expect me to travel time for my answers. So there's a lot of people I, I really like, who do use them and they get a gut feeling or the spirit will show up and say, this is important. Think of this. And then the card will be pulled. I did mention this once before, and I enjoy these few stories I have. And of course I'll repeat until I start listening to old (laughs) 20 years of tapes, at least a woman who lived in Fair Oaks, she would propose a question, ask her family people to give her an answer when she gets in the car, the first license plate that she can read. And she swore by this, and I go, "Whoa, you're going to depend our life or your choices on a license plate." And then she gave me some some demonstrations of what kind of wording, and just said, "I said, can can get dangerous. I wouldn't want my people." By the way, would you trust the license plate when you get in the car to leave here? Your answer is there. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) But this really nice lady, and she was not. She's 40 or 50 years old. It's a young person. And she really trusts that because the answer was correct. Most of the time she would do that. So how? who am I to say it won't work for you? Oh, hello. Right? Um, Spell the question, uh, the answer. I, I do like um, people trusting the spirit people to give them a demonstration. So if something you're thinking about, worried about, and you go somewhere, like a grocery store, and you see the reading uh, newspaper at the rack, and it gives your an answer to you. Then that is divine guidance, absolutely. If you go to a store and, and a magazine or a book falls off the shelf, you pick it up and your answer's there. That is divine guidance. So why should I not say a license plate couldn't be the same thing? And I have well, seen that happen in my own life, where I watch a show and I wasn't—I was just clicking, clicking. You know how you do until you find something that can be on while you're typing. And it'll be a show that tells you the answer of what your problem is. We learn to trust instincts, but it's also important to note, sometimes when you don't try to find answers, the universe will give you that answer. And that's called the guidance um, from unseen world, the spirit people. You don't always know who it is. It could be old Uncle Joe who smoked the sogies that, you didn't know, but he loved you before you were born, before he was born. We, we I've heard so many stories of young kids saying, I miss grandma so much. And the mom will say, but she died before you were born. Oh, I know. I was with her for a long time before I came here to you. <laughs> wow. In my own practice, I at least three times in 33 years. That's what I can remember. And I will find some of those. So we'll have to make sure. Um, also, someone close to me. Uh, father passed away. It was very um, uncomfortable death. And they were very close, live in different states. And he was a man of money. And (laughs) I love this. Anytime my friend needs him, he will give her dimes. Not any dime. Big, very shiny, brand new dimes. So last year on her birthday, It was a tough day. We all have tough days at the office. Emotional day. In fact, I think tomorrow is a birthday. Oh, how curious I would think of that. Anyway, uh, she went to the park locally, Roseville, and she opened the door feeling pretty, pretty down, you know, missing her dad, missing life and whatever his thing. And she looked down, there was a shiny dime. Almost brand new, but as shiny as possible. One time, she told me she went in the closet to get some clothes, and she was not also in a you know working world. You're gonna have more days that you remember not being good than oh, I had a wonderful day at the office, <laughs> right? And she opened the closet door, and there were three dimes in her closet. And I says, "Didn't you drop them?" She says, "No, I'm not. I'm not one to drop money. Three shiny dimes." And I bet you, if you ask around, that happens a lot. Now, why not quarters, $500 Ooh. bill? <laughs> if you're gonna manifest, honey, make it bigger than a dime. <laughs> but maybe dimes are something
0: they can manifest easily. Why not? Why not? Just because it doesn't actually, happen to me. Actually, I think they are because there's a lot of stories of, the, of them leaving pennies around. They call it, they have that whole legend from pennies from heaven. I've worked with have, investigators that yep. have said that they've gone to a house and found a trail of pennies when no one's there. They t- they're taking a picture of the I people. I love left, that. <laughs> came back and there's a trail of
1: pennies there. So it does happen. It does happen. And people do speak of that because mm-hmm. if it happens to me, I'm not paying attention. Except just recently, I found some pennies and that would be my mom pennies. <laughs> but i don't remember why they were there i remember thinking oh there's some pennies here wonder what that's about um i'm not one to leave change around as my husband not really uh-uh so sometimes we miss it and then they have to make sure we know again right so anyway oh. uh so the shiny dimes and i talked to her and um she had forgotten i brought it up she goes oh I'm so sorry. I can't believe I would remember, not remember that. This is one um, that I just added quickly. Um, automatic writing. I, yeah. I actually had some people who do automatic writing. They'll be in a soft play, play, place in their life. And when I was teaching this, it was hands down, Nancy, excuse me. It's like when we do automatic writing, you can sit and you can just doodle, 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 doodle. Sometimes when you're not concentrating, it's the best way to get your answers because in doodling and people don't realize that when I'm talking to somebody, sometimes I'll just doodle and I, I should look at my doodles more often. Uh, when I do, when I have a client, I'm um, trying to think of just for today, all I do is a, is a map. Oops. <laughs> I do a map like that. Just a uh, first name of what people call. So I know who I'm talking to. But at the bottom, which you can't, which I should have held up faster, are just words. Sometimes I'll just put a word, just words or doodle. And sometimes the answer is in there. So I would encourage people to doodle. And I will forgive you for not doing it with your arm. Uh, Spirit people like control of the hand or the arm. But I have found over time that if you just be relaxed, don't move from the elbow elbow or the wrist move from the shoulder and just to do, induce do circles. That's automatic writing. But automatic doodling is also a way and that way you're just doing your hand now, because you're not in control. If you're not in control, they can control right. just that. Yeah, go ahead. Charlie.
0: When I do this out in the field with, me, with different mediums, a lot of the times they'll also use if they're right handed, they'll use their left
1: hand. Um, That can work. I. You know, I've now, okay, so I did tell this story once, it's a long time ago uh, during one of these classes and the Spirit of Grace, um, Universal Christ of the Master, Spirit of Grace in Citrus Heights, California, I spent 15 years there, Friday nights. There was about some months in the middle when I was involved with life and didn't, but I came, I went back and um, so one of the classes I was involved with was drawing portraits and I'm that's something I'm I can do I would like to get back into it because then I could draw more spirit people, but, um, I was more or less successful at it. And the client sat down with me and she was one of the regulars at the church. Her name was Nancy and she was 15, 20 years older than I was at the time. She did pass away, unfortunately, but I really liked her. And I said, well, let's see who's here. And I started drawing, had a tough time. It was like, Oh, it was tough time drawing this lady. She was a senior lady. I don't know if she was a, grandmother or an aunt but she was quite um strong looking um the woman had lost weight and her nose was strong face and the minute i put that nose on there she just oh my god and i says what she says i know why you're having such a hard time she had a stroke but she was also left-handed so she's trying to draw her portrait through your arm you're right-handed and she, you can't, you should use your left hand. It was the first time I ever thought of that. Um, it just get used over time using one hand versus the other. Um, but I do believe in doodling when you're, do- when you're doing an investigation, doodling would work too. Not necessarily drawing the people, but I think that spirit people around you. And that was another question. When you do an investigation, um, do you really want them to control your hand? <laughs> do you really want them to control your mind and memory? Um and make it think like you're talking to a spirit family member. I'm not sure when I'm doing an investigation remotely, I don't want them to dip into me too deep because then you're on the brink of possession or attachment issues. Um, mm. life's hard enough. <laughs> life's hard enough without trying to get rid of attachment to called me up. Am I okay? I go, yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was an interesting, um, tidbit. Another area of, that happens a lot is electronics mm-hmm. and i'm going to go back years and years i would say 12 13 years i was talking to someone very close to me and she lived in granite bay and she was walking around the house as we do because i like talking when i'm busy and it not makes things go fast and she was just really grieving her father and she says is he around me and she had um, when I was talking to her, she was in the bedroom and she was kind of laying out the bed sheet, making a bed neat, neat. And I says, well, he's right next to you. And the minute she stepped out of that room, the alarm went off on the clock. Now, this is a bedroom that a friend had stayed in, but no one had set the alarm. It was a clock that not people had used. And at the time I did ask her, was it even plugged in? She says, I think it was plugged in, but I don't even really know what the time was. So he had set the alarm to go off. And the minute she... I said well he's right next to you the minute she stepped out of the room the alarm went off and it it was very jarring very but then we turned it around and went she hadn't heard that alarm go off in the middle of the day before uh-huh. so he created that to be that way uh lights in the room okay lights in the room is there a street lamp or is there a car going by um they can create lights in the room. I spoke of Jan and Marge before, Fran and Marge before. And these were people I felt like had never been born before, but they also promoted the idea because they didn't, couldn't, they couldn't have a perception of a past life. So when Fran was in the process of dying, I don't think she died at home, but the process of dying, she kept seeing flickering of lights. We would call them fairy lights now because the little tiny bulbs that can hang in your room. She was always seeing these. And at times she would see orbs. And now Marge could see the orb, but you couldn't see the fairy lights. And Marge's eyesight wasn't that bad. And I feel like she had a whole colony of people visiting her all the time. Fran was very excited. She was always reaching up to them and trying to touch them. And they would float around the room and go above her bed. And mm-hmm. tell you the truth, I have no idea what they were. If they were electronics in some way, electrical intervention from room to room, I've heard of... Uh, light surges in a house, remote, you know, we do um, investigations. And Char is always saying to me, well, let's check the electrical. Let's check the plum. Let's check the, the noise in the house or the light fixtures and see if something's going on. But Fran was a good example of spirit connecting. And I think it's a way of communication to alleviate the fear of dying. She did not have fear, but she was very excited about all these sparkles all the time. All fa- very light. Sides,
0: we, did call invest- uh, we did an investigation in Roseville f- uh, quite a few years back. In fact, it was probably about 16 years the last time, and it was this woman's bedroom. And I was standing in front of the light switch. It was one of those t- you know t- touch switches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we were in this woman's bedroom, and the light was turning on and off by itself, but it was doing it in answer to our questions. I like that. It was, that. Slick. You know, there, it was you know, very slick. Kind of wonder how they do is, it. I don't know. And the other kick up uh, you know, the, the other kick in the pants with it was that it wasn't her husband that was communicating with us; it was someone else because he would only answer when we asked questions in Spanish. <laughs> so uh, were
1: they, are they Spanish-speaking people? No. Oh. Hmm.
0: It's all related to what you know—the history of the property. But I mean, it's it's interesting because you know the lights start flickering. Of course, I'm standing next to the light; and they're all looking at me like I'm doing it. You know. But it's not, yeah. it's not it wasn't a it wasn't go, woo, not it was, me. It a dimmer. Yeah, it was a dimmer. And we had the light on full so we could see what we were doing in there. And then all of a sudden it starts turning on and off by itself. And it was a direct answer to questions. Then we ended up getting EVPs that correlated with it as well. It's kind of cool stuff.
1: I I don't know how they do that, but I have heard of that. And of course the T V shows lights go on and off in the house and there's flickering the overhead lights would go on and off a lot. Mm-hmm. You see that in the movies, but I do feel like it does
0: happen. <laughs> did you see that? I did. did... I'm, I'm telling you. I was just sitting in the Murphy's Hotel and <laughs> I, in this one room where this lady claimed she saw, you know, the clean ladies, they claimed she saw men playing poker in that room, so I thought it would be fun to go in there, poker chips, and uh, we're playing blackjack. And sure enough, every time the ghost would win, the lights would flicker. <laughs>
1: So everybody, did you just see the? As I said, the overhead lights would flicker, and mine did. Yeah.
0: that's cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Mom, is that you?
0: Don't do it, it you again know. if it's you,
1: Mom. I get,
0: okay, my, I get that all the time in my. I in my kitchen. It's my dad. It's oh, right over the it. spot where he used to sit. It's my dad doing it. You know. My
1: lights don't do that. They're on. They're on. They're no, off. They're, they're,
0: they're off. Can't song, do it again. That was the like hall t- over there against the wall. I can see the, the thing on the wall. Yeah.
1: Did it do it again
0: and I missed it? Yeah. Oh. Is there, a, is there a hallway behind that door?
1: Yeah, just a very small hallway.
0: Because that's where I saw the light
1: going off so fast. Oh, no. These these just are now. the ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I
0: I saw yours and I saw the way behind there.
1: There's no light oh, yeah. behind me.
0: Okay, so it's, it must be that light that's reflecting off on that thing. Yeah, but I saw it. Above it's me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The wall behind me goes into a bedroom and then a little bit further is the tv room where larry is so Mm -hmm. you know it's hard to see that um this is um, a friend i haven't talked to you about this lady uh she was dying and hmm, i'm not gonna say her name i don't think karen would mind because she is deceased her daughter locally did talk to me this is a long story but this was in um, early 2000s and um she tried. She <laughs> she'd comment to me. She had cancer off and on, and she was pretty young, like in her fifties. And she would say to me, "I I couldn't. I did die." I go, "Good." She says, "Well, I had cancer again. And they don't want me, and I'm tired, and oh. So she called me, and she says, "Guess what? I'm going to die." I go, "Really? Is this what you want?" "Oh yeah, I'm ready. I just want to get out of my body." And so she did. And um, someone, um, God, it didn't get anyway. There was business in um, Old Roseville, so someone called me and said, "Well, she did pass away." Within a couple of days, I got a call, and in those years, um, we did answer the phone. <laughs> and the other end, I I was hearing someone talk to me. Mom, I'm here, I'm fine. And that's all I could hear. And I says, "Karen, is that you?" And oh, yeah, and, and I went. And it went on for a few minutes, and I just really tried to. I said, "Well, I'll call the person back." So, I, ha- I we hung up. I don't know if she did or I did. I looked at it, and it was all zeros going across sc- my caller ID. You don't call her the there dead. Was, uh-huh, I was talking to the dead, and I I never I knew of people who had that happen, and this has only happened one time. The downside to that it wasn't clear. It was like well, far away, and she was yelling at me. Can't you me? And, but when I checked, it was all zeros. And I did try to find out how that happens. And I called a um, old telephone company people. <laughs> I called somebody I could trust to give me an answer. And they said, that's not possible. So I realized it was Karen. And yeah, um, yeah it happens to me too. And I'm in the business. And you'd think it had all this stuff would happen more often that, I'm here to help service others, not myself. (laughs) Um, Okay, this is, um, I bring this up a couple of times. uh, Fairly common, people will say that they'll think of somebody and a mutual song will come on the radio. Um, This has happened to me a couple of times, uh, but it seems to be something that happens more regularly with my clients, which is kind of surprising. Um, They'll just turn the radio on and something will come up or they'll be thinking of something and someone else will have a radio. Someone was, uh, was that right? I think it was like someone come up to an intersection and someone had the car next to them had a radio on. And they heard a song. And there's so many artists nowadays. I don't know most artists. I'm old school. So someone in the car next to me would have to be of my age to have 60s, 70s music on. You know? um, I do like movies um i don't watch a lot any i watch as much i don't pay attention to the vm kind of like into the um, ancient alien stuff um all the history the travel stations so once in a while i'll get into a movie and one of the ones i used to i think this was um 2009 and um, a client had called me up and they were talking about this great big tip they receive what tipping is more important now because people don't have good wages and the tip mm-hmm. industry i don't know if it's an industry but it's like a 13 to 15 percent. i go out with my family i said tell me the tip and i'll give it i just don't even know what it is but after that person hung up i said that person's really excited about getting a tip i thought should i should i be getting a tip it's a service I thought, wow, yeah, that's crazy. You know, made me think, just made me think. And all these years, I think I've gotten two tips, which I, I'm very grateful for. I wasn't ever expecting it. And um, that's really nice. So I told my husband, well, I have to do some errands. And I got in the car. It was within a half hour, but a short time. And I got in the car and I turned the radio on. And my, it was just one of those stations you'd listen to. And the song was uh, Barbara Strass barbara streisand on a clear day you can see forever and i was so shocked because it was the guy singing about um never forget who you are and i realized it was more to the sentence of being grateful be who you are and all that and then all of a sudden occurred to me that i even though i do have to charge i am working but i would not have gotten to this if i hadn't pledged myself to god that Mm -hmm. my pledge to the universe was please allow me to live and i'll work for the rest of my life and i was in my car and the car actually shook (sighs) like that and that was a monday may 4th 1990 i was directed to go to spirit of grace it's a long it's not a long story but it's an amazing story of guidance like you Mm -hmm. said from the universe and so you know that's that song really meant a lot to me it was an amazing moment Oh, this is where I've talked about um, what happened to me just this month. So I have two sisters, one in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and one in um, north, northwest part of Seattle, not in the lakes, <laughs> just on the post line. Anyway, um, so I called her up. Her name is Pam. And we'll get these philosophical talks. So we'll remind us about mom. Mom died in 09, And, of course, I've had lots of visitations with her. <laughs> some of it really outstanding my husband and I would drive one day she put her head between us and we almost drove off the road because I screamed I went mom what are you doing she just popped in hi <laughs> just and one time I was in Sierra Vista giving a lecture and she showed up on stage I've told people this she looked like she's 25 or 30 and she had the uh, hair almost black but not darkest brown possible uh, eyes like mine, very big very black eyes um She had the English body. She wasn't built like my grandmother, who was more Indian. Uh, Mm -hmm. She was a petite woman, but she had the blackest eyelashes, eyebrows, and hair. And she was on stage with her eyelashes just opening, closing. Just gorgeous. And I remember mom telling me that when Bruce, my father, met her, that's all he could think about was how pretty she was at darkness, because he was a blue-eyed, blonde, Nordic-Swedish line. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, so... Uh, we reminisce and we were talking about mom and she had asked me, do you, have you heard from mom lately? <laughs> and my life has been busy. I've only been in this new house about well, nine, eight or nine weeks now. And I said, Oh my gosh, no, I haven't heard from her recently. And when the conversation went on and I was in the car driving, headed to my children's uh, there's a birthday in the family. And um, so we hung up and in our area, there's a station called PBS and it's kind of like um, this channel six PBS is when you have people on they interview them. It's very low key. Folk music is played, and on TV they'll have all kinds of fundraisers and sure. I don't know what the shows. I don't get it up here where I'm at. Public but
0: broadcasting. I don't watch it, all the time. Public, I sometimes. You know, I don't have it on my TV anymore, but public broadcasting. That public broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. and so they do
1: important. a lot of. Sorry, sweetie. Finish your Sesame sentence.
0: Street. Sesame Street. Um, California's yeah. gold used to be on there. You know the um, local travel stories, things like
1: that. Right, and and sometimes it's local people. Sometimes it's a, a fundraising kind of event. Well, anyway, the day I turned it on, which was only like three weeks ago, um, I turned it on. And this woman was interviewing a gentleman who wrote his own music, and he was kind of like on the verge of being uh, folk, maybe some bluegrass kind of thing he had a guitar and he was talking about how he was missing his mother and he had written a song dedicating it to her and how she influenced him and he started singing it and I realized oh my god he's talking about missing his mother and he actually wrote a song and it was on the few seconds after my hanging up for my sister I just turned it on and I think it's 91.7 or 97.1 in my northern area of Oroville. I don't know if it comes out of Mill. I went back online. I could not find the gentleman because I would buy that song. I called my sister up after visiting my sister. I came home, my daughter and her family. Coming back, I had touch base with my sister, and I said, I can't believe that mom had me wait just long enough for me to turn the radio on to hear a man talk about how he's missing his mother. That she understood that I was like, "Oops, excuse me." I get choked up here because we do miss our parents, and I, I have discovered that the longer it's been, somehow we miss them more. She was a very easy woman to be around, very calmly and uh, gentle voice and everything like that. We talk and hello, you know. My sister said to me one day, "Pamela, you're starting to sound like mom." I go. I think i always have but it's never been noticed <laughs> and i think we get to a place where we miss just picking up the phone mm-hmm. and uh, she died of the results of osteoporosis everybody so that's kind of hard i hope everybody takes care of their bones um so anyway that was just recently Does that that happened where it's interesting we're talking about it so i have a friend who um, has a friend who raises dogs and about three days ago uh, they had done an event they got back and Mel found out that when she was gone that one of her dogs had died and this old girl was just a very strong bossy I'm in charge kind of a dog and they're bulldogs mm-hmm. and uh, they got back and the woman had told her because they were gone for five days and the reason was is that if you're on a trip, you're showing dogs and everything's great, you're 16 hours away, the last thing you really want to know is a dog died, do I come home? It would ruin your trip. So they did tell her on the way home after she got home. And, um, and so yesterday, Mel called her and said, the strangest thing has happened. And what was it? And she said, between 50 and 75 pigeons had all landed in her yard and she had had eyewitness there who had uh said they had never seen paid pigeons in the neighborhood or that part of town okay. and I don't know where it is but it's on the way to Napa pigeons aren't in that part of the world and it's like in the movie *Dragonflies*. why are those pigeons there where well, they're homing pigeons and they're pigeons that bring peace and comfort to people and then the friend asked me, he said, can they manipulate animals? And I thought, yeah. We talk about butterflies landing on people's shoulders and, and things like that happen. We were just talking about it earlier. Absolutely. And if you can envision this bulldog barking at a bunch of pigeons in the sky and rounding them up, absolutely. Those little bulldogs are a little, you know, it's feisty. But they had never seen pigeons and they all landed in this lady's yard in Mel's house, uh, Melanie. So I, I love that. I hope she's going to listen to this and know that I, I think very highly of this situation and that these pigeons were directed to come and give her peace. Now, the other thought would be it's her own father. If the parents are in spirit, they might have brought those pigeons to comfort her in her grief because it had only been the day before that a dog, she had found that her dog had passed away another area, and I'm going to try to keep going here, um, <laughs> got a few pages left. Um, how many of you have had the sense that maybe your parents are around you and you ask for guidance? So you do it in life and all of a sudden you're going to do something and you go, whoa, wait a minute. Why can't I do that? What's giving me that nudge, that feeling, that fear? And I really do believe in this. Um, as someone said, remember the caveman? I've said this over and someone just repeated what I tell people. <clears throat> um, caveman days were all very intuitive. I think everybody on the planet has some ability. The, the ability is there to turn on the switch and make it a fast switch and make it move. There's some development that has to be done there. Some of us are just born with this condition <laughs> and uh, learning to control it and not be injured by it. Char and I have talked about people being in bad mood and surrounding us with their energy. And sometimes it's very, very difficult for us to stay sane and grounded when a lot of people, I don't know who's thinking of me. My husband said to me one day, oh boy, you're going to get a call, someone's got you. And he'll say, you just feel look depressed. I go, uh-uh, pulls me down. And so happiness would do that. Stress can do that. Spirit people can do that. And so spirit people will say, don't do this. Don't, 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 don't. And this has happened a lot to me. You'll get a sense you shouldn't go or you shouldn't call or you should do something. And the intention is so strong. You can't deny this. So I want to share a story. And I've told this before. Um, This was an event that happened to me that you need to pay attention. And I unfortunately post this on my website. I talked about it and um, I got a letter from somebody's sister that was killed. And listen, I'll tell the story first. So my sister comes to town, she's in the Bay Area. She says, I wanna to go to a fabric store. And we lived in Citrus Heights. We drove all the way down to Fruit Ridge and Broadway or someplace, Foot Ridge Boulevard, across from the old airport. And next door was Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor. And I was pregnant with my son and my daughter was three. It was September of 1972. And we got in there and it was the darling little shop. And on my right, I can even see them today, there was picnic tables and there was a birthday party going on. There was like 25, 30 people sitting there and they were just having a wonderful time with all the little kids. To my left was a cash register and there was uh, two people, one very tall, thin little boy, young man, and the petite little girl with a ponytail, you know, the blonde ponytail look. And they sat down and where the cash register was, if you went straight... There was a wall there and we were offset from the corner and it was the only one available. So we sat there and it was fun because we could see the kids in the birthday party. So we sat there, we ordered, I don't remember what it was. I was, I'm not into ice cream, but my daughter of course would be, she's three. My sister loved ice cream. And we sat down and this wave of anticipation came over me and it made me kind of sweaty. And it gave me a real heavy feeling in my chest and I felt dread now remember i was only um 24 and i had been this way my life but i hadn't had anything so profound it actually scared me and i looked at my sister and i said, i have to leave something's wrong and of course i'm going to think of my husband at home he was always working on cars and the first thing i thought of was the car fell on him that was what occurred to me not knowing what i was feeling i felt some kind of disaster and i and she goes, I'm not ready to go. I says, I am, we have to leave. And of course my daughter was three and I picked her up. She had only had a couple of bites of ice cream. I paid and left. And I'll never get the two kids at the counter. So we got out of the Farris, Farris Ice Cream Parlor and came out and made a left and then took a right turn on Fruit Ridge headed to the freeway. Well, in those years, I was driving Volkswagen, of course, <laughs> of course. And my three year old is standing up in the back seat. Of course, that's not right. But that's what we did in those days. And traffic was not like it is now. And all of a sudden, I heard a screaming yell, but cheer- cheerfully, oh, mama, you know, oh, blah, 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 like little three year old talk. And I went, what's going on? And I looked in my mirror and I turned around and this, the round window in the Volkswagen, it was just a little, little window. The whole thing was covered in black. It was a black vision, a vision of a black cloud. And <laughs> I was on the freeway and I turned the radio on and an antique plane had taken off from the airport on the runway facing Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor and it couldn't lift and went through the fence right into the ice cream parlor and killed 22 people that day and I would have been in the way. And the girl that wrote me a, a letter, she was very distraught and all those years ago it'd be nice to Maybe I would like to hear from her. She's right. Because I wrote her back and I told her, I says, how would I have known? And if I had said I have a sense of dread to all those people, would you have even listened? Of course, she wouldn't have because mm-hmm. she was a child. But I, I had no idea. But I trusted that. And that's what I'm saying to you. Maybe there's someone listening. That, oh, no, I have a feeling I shouldn't get. I shouldn't take that trip. Trust it. There are people who didn't get on the plane a 9-11. And, didn't, and those stories you hear about people who didn't go to work that day, right? Or made dental appointments for 8 o'clock. A lot more people could have got killed if they, the number that got killed in those two events, Shard, do you remember 3,200, 3,600, something, and I, I can't remember exactly, look it up, somebody, was half of what it could have been because people weren't going to work which was amazing. Of course they could have started at nine o'clock too. I think the bombings happened before nine o'clock, but it was amazing number. So I tell people that because that really did happen to me. And of course, when I got home, I told my husband, Oh, we were in the... He got mad at me he says, what are you doing all the way down there? Of course, the first thing to do would be upset. Right. And it says, Bonnie wanted ice cream. She wanted the clothing store. That was next, not clothing, a fabric store next door to Farrell's. And then we walked next door. So, it was his reaction was, "Don't do that. Don't go somewhere where you don't tell me." What would it what could have done, you know? In um, those years we did not have cell phones. <laughs> there was no such thing. So that was that was taught. Okay. Um, and I would let the family know when you speak of family members that have deceased. Let them know you're open to guidance. That you are trusting them to know to keep you safe and i really do believe that i've heard of people taking hikes and being told don't walk that day or don't take the trail this happened recently and it's like they just had this gut feeling now what does that mean you missed out on the best part of your walk or was it good i'm glad you paid attention because you would have tripped on a rock or there was an animal on the road i remember when i was doing long distance running one time i remember walking running and having that uncomfortable feeling So there was a rattlesnake coiled up on the path. Luckily, I ran, jumped over it. But what if he had been warmed up and saw me coming? He could have bit me. And I used to run long distances. It would have been really disastrous. Um, Make them aware that you want them to let you know. And that's hard because how do you know it's your imagination or not? When you do that, say, uh, touch me because they will touch you. But you have to practice everybody you have to be aware of the spirit kind is out there they're just human beings without the burden of the flesh and jo- invite them in your life but don't invite anybody and say things like my uncle felt like this smelt like this grandma always wore the powder uh, in my generation it was very common for women to wear after bath powder and gina tay some of those powders. I, I tell people, I don't know how I can breathe. I have allergies, not terrible, like used to, but better. But I'll put uh, smelly smoke uh, soap on, lotions. <laughs> you know, everything has a smell, and then I'll put powder on because it's my routine, right? And you think, gosh, all that hairspray and s- smells. But when I have my grandchildren, I can hear them smelling so we get used to that and so yeah. remember what they smelled like or how they felt and have them give you a hug don't just invite anybody that shows up in your world because there's such a thing as transitory spirits there are spirits in your neighborhood and spirits who are not lost but they just enjoy being um, snoopy or spirits are looking for attention or spirits that say I want to be recognized. I want to be acknowledged. And they'll do anything that you ask. Would you let me know if I get in trouble? And they'll accommodate you. If you say, geez, I'd like to talk to Marilyn Monroe, they will act like Marilyn Monroe. You have to have proof. So if you ask certain people to be there for you, make sure you know it's them. I'm very careful about that.
0: With that. 2,996 people died. That's including the hijackers.
1: 2,900?
0: 2,900.
1: 2,996. So it was almost 3,000.
0: Almost 3,000, 3, yeah.
1: <laughs> this has happened to me. But remember, I'm in this business. But I think I heard Shars tell me once, <clears throat> you're doing your life, and all of a sudden you hear your name being shouted out. Yeah. You look around, you think you heard your name. <clears throat> now, I've never lived in a tight complex type of thing, but I've had it in my house. And it sounds, I think, like my mom. But I don't always know if it's a warning or, hey, I'm around. Pay attention to me. You know, like Nancy, go, what? What? <laughs> if they're going to call your name, maybe tie it to something important. Because <laughs> it can drive you kind of loony. I'm judging everybody had thought, well, I think I heard my name that day. Yeah, you probably did. Why? That, I'd like to know some stories. When it happens, um, well, I do have a note here. When it happens, does the phone ring afterward? Like, are you going to get your attention? By the way, your mail's... I I ordered some dishes, and I didn't hear the bell bell. But it would been nice if someone had yelled, Hey, Nancy, get the door. You know, it's like, oh, your dishes are outside. Go get them. I got some cool. Christmas, fall Christmas red. Cool. I like that. Oh, I know. Bright red for Christmas. Well, they're not bright, bright red, but... I like the holiday stuff. Anyway, call her. And then say just people, if I've missed out or I should know or be prepared, why don't you call my name out? Make it a reason. And don't tell any, just don't say your name. Because any spirit will think, oh, I have a good, I'll have fun here. Just say, mom, call my name out. And they will hear that. <clears throat> or the mail will come. Uh, like me, I missed my package today for a good hour or more. Um Oh, she, the person I'm talking about, she don't depend depend on always. She she kind of hinted that she does depend on them. And I thought, I'd rather not depend on them because they're not always going to be around. Someone said to me once, well, how come that person not visiting me? Oh, that was a few days ago. I'll mention that. I don't know if I did. <clears throat> and the uh, the friend said, I've just been at the Grand Canyon. And the woman said, oh, what's that mean? Brand Canyon. I says, I don't know, but you'll find out. So I went to talk to her friend because they were splitting an hour. All of a sudden, I heard their friend yell in the background. Oh, my God. I said, what? What? She says, well, her best friend just came back from the Grand Canyon a week ago. <laughs> oh. And I went, well, I can't read her mind, so I must not be insane, crazy. But the spirit person wanted her to know, well, I have a life over here. I'm visiting my best friend and helping her with her kids. So sometimes they're not always around um to give you that guidance so you have to live your own life sometimes guidance can also be um unexpected like um a book falling off the shelf at the grocery store i think i mentioned that a few minutes ago but sometimes you might be watching a tv show and someone come give you answer i think i mentioned this earlier didn't i um and uh that has happened to people a lot to me i've seen it in movies um they'll pick up a a book or something open it up and it'll be a message there i think that's very possible it's almost like they know that you it's like me turn the radio on I was talk, after i talked to my sister and pbs was interviewing this individual who had written a song about missing his mother anybody in the audience listening to this had heard that gentleman i would really like to know who it was i really tried to find him and couldn't um very pleasant individual. He really missed his mother. I thought it was very, men don't often write like that, like missing mm-hmm. his mother. Um, I've been told about readings when I can smell a grandmother perfume of the smell of a cigar. I mentioned this earlier about the scent of a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, comfort knowing someone is present. Often when this happens, is a time of disarming your life and spirits are wanting to bring you love. Absolutely. Okay. I was speaking the last week or the week before about how we vibrate in our energy fields. From spirit's side, they can see us energy-wise also, like I can them. And if you're in disharmony or you send out the vibe or you think of them, I'm in despondency, they will pick that up and they will come around. And then, of course, when we're a despondent, I haven't called out to my mother about anything. Uh, Maybe that's why she's not been around so much. Uh, Mm -hmm. Does it mean someone else in the family needs her? Or is it that we sometimes will have to live our life on our own on our own? And I do believe that's also very important. I've all I've told people over and over, I don't mind giving you guidance, but don't ask me every step because then you are taking your free will and handing it over to me. But spirit people will give you love and comfort. I had a lady ask me once, why don't you talk to my guides and ask them what I'm supposed to do? I said, Do you understand that? If I do, I have to take that information interpret it into my language to tell you. So you're giving over your power to your spirit family. Why don't you take control of your life and you make the decision? Oh, I don't want to make the wrong one. How can you make the wrong one I see something happening for you a year ago I just told you? Mm-hmm. And In my world, we cannot make a mistake. And you'll say, that was a terrible mistake. I said, what did you learn from it? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I already told you, my friend Donna said to me once, when I mentioned something about dating, I said, if I'd known my mistake would have been that bad, I wouldn't have made it. She said, I'd rather you make a bad mistake or none at all, versus none at all, because only through strife will your spirit grow. Only through, um, not mistakes, but only through living will you grow as an individual, so if you turn your power over to somebody and you just take directions how are you growing how are you struggling to make a choice choice mm-hmm. making your choices for your life is our greatest mm-hmm. gift whatever free will we think we have to the end result i can already see that's what the magic is i can see an outcome but how you get there is sometimes your journey not mine uh one thing i like and i've noticed a lot in my life and this is common people talk to me a lot about this i have a i have a thing about looking at my clock and it's 11 11 77 seven, and i don't gamble this is not roulette or um what is that dice or machine. Mm-hmm. nothing nothing but i will oftentimes see the same thing repeatedly um on the clock or a sign or something and i don't think it's anything but well i can't answer because if i was a trail reader or a numerologist, they would say 11 is the beginning. Maybe so, I don't know. But I'm also one that notices words. Um, I'm a word freak, I like to read. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be going through something and I'll see the word forgive or surrender. It's very powerful to me. Um, I have many cups that say um, trust, truth, forever, surrender, forgive whatever because i just think those are powerful words in our life i don't have to forgive anybody or surrender to anything but just the word surrender means trust in the universe trust in god uh he she um the diva she who rules all whatever you want to call it um there is a plan there is a divine there is a pattern of life there's something we set up and choose for ourselves, and sometimes surrendering to that and allowing is our greatest gift. And words will show up in my world when I'm not asking for it, reminding me that I chose this. This is not easy. 33 years of doing this. And people go, oh, it's fun you do this and you just talk. No, I don't. I give my life away every time I do this. And the pleasure of meeting someone new. Oh, I found something. This is something I also live by and I meant to pull it out. Every time I bring up, I'm going to bring something up it's weeks before I find it, and I did find this, and I put it out, and of course, I lost it here. Oh, well, here we go. Um, I love this. This is a card I bought at East West Bookstore, and then I bought the poster of it, which is real big. But the card is, excuse me, entrance to another soul is always a sacred honor. And I'm just going to hold it up. It's, um, can you, everybody see that? I don't know if, can you read that, Shar. Entrance to another soul is always a sacred honor. I take this very it's beautiful, isn't it? And it's a, a, a card you can send out to somebody about the big poster of it because mm-hmm. it's such an honor for me to talk to somebody and give them guidance. And I've been doing this a long time, but it's like living on the edge of a cliff because you kids always expect me to be right. And with that right comes the guidance from our spirit family, and you have to trust that. Uh, here's the last one is it the last one almost Um, (laughs) we were talking about dimes earlier I don't lose the things a lot but there have times when I go doggone it where are those darn keys and I have a bowl that they go in right as you enter the house and they're gone and I go where are they and then I'll find them somewhere else it's almost like what is wrong with these people? They keep moving things. I've heard this over and over, and I've seen this in my own life. Now, I I have to admit, most people aren't aware. Char is, I am because we're in this business, that we don't live alone in our homes. The last house we had spirit there, and uh, in this house we do too, and it's not them because it's happened to, everywhere I live. Things will pick up and move across the room, across the, and I go. Mom, is that you? Who's doing this to me? And it's too consistent. When that happens, acknowledge the joke. Oh, thank you. Why don't you bring it back? Because I'm ready to go now. <laughs> and it's not big things, it's little things, you know. So I don't know. Uh, apports, they call it. Is that right? It is apports. Apports, they move things from one spice to another. Um, but with this, I give the caution this is always, not always them. For me, it Mm -hmm. is the same person because it's every house I live in. Uh, I believe we have spirit around us all the time. And Mm -hmm. some of them are, and a member telling you earlier, a transitory transitory ghost is someone who just travels a lot. They They find a house where, oh, they're really sensitive to me. Oh, I'm going to be acknowledged. I'll have fun with them. That's not what I'm talking about. You have to be aware. If you have the sense that this is not family or it's a ghost that wants to be acknowledged or mischievous, with kindness say I know it's I know it's not family whoever this is I don't want to share my house with you go on go somewhere else I know you're here and I acknowledge you so go away because I have my own family (laughs) just let them know gently okay and then the last thing is important because I want to bring it up is um, and this we did talk about this very quickly spirit animals I have seen more. I love kitties, dogs, babies. So, uh, you know, so Facebook, my links are all those kinds of things. And once in a while, we'll see a good indicator of a spirit of an animal in the house. That's really comforting because they will know to come around you. I think, Shar, you talked about this, seeing yes. your animals. And it's okay. not like, and they've been gone for a long time, but they will have a sense of you. Really, they have no reason to come and... Uh, do they have a sense of loss or that you miss them? But if you're grieving them, they will pick up on that and come to you. Abs- I, absolutely. And that's one reason I end with this, because how many people in America have cho- uh, pets? We have children, yes, but we're very attached to our animals. Just ask me about these silly cats I have, right? And they were uh, a rescue t- uh, twins. And the lady said, I know you're looking for a different kind of pet. We just wanted one. And she said, these two brothers will be destroyed tomorrow if you don't take them today. <laughs> so we've had now eight or nine years, right? <laughs> the ones with the big black tail. What am I going to do oh. with that? Fall in love with them. And you they will. And if they pass away before I do, then they will be around because I miss them. And we do miss them. Mm-hmm. And I told you that someone I trust told me that when I pass over, uh, a big black dog will be in my world because I used to run with Bonnie and Bonnie was a hundred pound black lab. So mm-hmm. if I did 10 miles, they would do 20. She and Caesar from next door. And I, it's amazing. When she died, I was told by the family that she got where she couldn't walk and she spent days underneath the deck. And of course she wasn't eating and drinking and she had to be put down. And I found myself, excuse me, grieving for an animal that had died a couple of years earlier. It's like I wasn't told, well, my ex-husband doesn't have to tell me because he was her owner, her master. But I found myself in a state of really grieving because I had such good time. Listen to my voice. Such good time with her and mm-hmm. everybody. So if you are grieving, I wonder if I'll feel her now. Um, I've had a lot of people ask about pets. And I've told you stories of people showing up for readings or in events. And they bring their animals with them, the spirit animals. Because the animal wants to be acknowledged, but they're there to keep company. And that's how i end tonight. Okay, 7.34. I did good. Okay, we did it. We yeah, nailed it. We nailed, nailed
0: it. it. <laughs> okay, so Sunday I, I will be... <clears throat> excuse me, hello. So Sunday, my allergies are so bad. Sunday I will be here reading 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Monday, I'll, I'll give you guys an update on Monday, but I think I have a special guest coming in Monday, so it's going to be a cool show. So I'm just waiting for verification on this guest. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for coming today. Let me sit up here. My chair is so old, I think. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming today. And again, you know, I, I, you know, if you haven't followed us yet, please be sure to follow us because we're we're looking for followers. We're looking for subscribers over over on Meetup. I'm uh, not Meetup. God, where am I? Over on YouTube. <clears throat> so many of them. And if you follow us over on TikTok, feel you know, subscribe because I'm going to be doing some real special things for subscribers. They've got a, a think now where we can even set it up for a private. Like if I do a live, I can set it up as a private live for my subscribers. Nobody else can come in, so we can talk about all kinds of stuff <laughs> that yeah, we strange. don't normally talk about—scary kind of stuff. But yeah, we can. Oh talk about no, all
1: kinds I'm, of stuff. I'm waving to the kids in the room. <laughs> Marissa, <laughs> thank you. She says she gets four, four, four a lot. I yeah. I don't know what that means. I'd be curious what it means to you. What is 4-4? Four, four? Yeah. What does 4 represent? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, Sunday I'll be reading, and then we'll, we have guest scheduled all next week. I we got a great show put together for that. So come on in and join us. Today was the last day of summer. There is a God. And oh. <laughs> my world has cooled down substantially, so I'm going to be getting out doing yard work and all kinds of things, because now I can do it without roasting to death. So I'm really excited. But anyway, I want to thank you all for coming tonight, and like I said, if you like the show, share it with Five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of them. Like I said, tell everybody you know about this show because I'm, you know, I want I want to build the subscribers if I want to keep building the, the followers up and stuff. Okay. All right. That being said, I'm going to show you Nancy's contact information and we're going to close it out tonight. So here we go. Too many buttons too.
1: Give us a thumb up, everybody.
0: Yep. Show us some love. Is that The one is that. The one. That's the one. Okay. There it is. Websites nancymats.com. It's all lowercase. Nancy the N the M and the A is capitalized. YouTube.com forward slash Nancy Psychic. The N, the M and the P is short, is small. Help. Get me out of this funk by Nancy Matz. Two Worlds developing your psychic skills by Nancy Matts. And, roll, The Unwilling Sacrifice. I didn't see that. Alrighty, and you, of course, can can check out her website to see those, or get them on Amazon. I will see you guys Sunday, six PM Pacific. And Nancy will see you next Friday at six thirty PM Pacific. Before right, I have the butches on the computer. Have a great have a great couple days. Please guys. Dies, dies. There you go. We're doing it. Have a great couple days, guys. <laughs>